You're listening to the Unstoppable E-Commerce Podcast. I'm Karen Parkinson. And I'm Megan Winter. It takes more than a great product, a pretty website, and some social media to have a successful online store, but you've probably already figured that out. So after a decade each in the industry, we thought it was about time we shared our knowledge, experience, and wisdom with you so you can sell more on your online store. In today's episode, we talk to the founder of The Outdoor Table, Christine Law, and how she went from floundering, not knowing what to do in her startup online store, to growing it to a point where she now actually has large corporates coming to her and how she does happy dances with all the orders coming through. So stay tuned for an awesome episode. Before we dive in, if you enjoy this episode, please like, share and leave a review. It would mean the world to us. Plus, it will help other online store owners find the information they're looking for. Let's dive in. We hope you enjoy this episode. So, Christine, welcome. Thank you so much for joining us today. Hello. Thank you for having me. Excited. So, tell us about the Outdoor Table and how it all started. Right. Well, the Outdoor Table is an online retail store that caters for everybody's outdoor living. I started it in probably in 2015 when I, um, I mean, it, obviously it started a long time ago in my mind, but the store yes. launched in 2015 <laughs> because I love to eat outside and I've written all that on my website, you know, this little story about me, but I'll just repeat it quickly. I love to eat outside. If it's warm enough, I'll be out in the table outside having my dinner and my lunch, even my brekkie. But when I went shopping, I couldn't find suitable products for outdoor dining that weren't nice, that weren't chunky, that were, you know, looked good and didn't look childish, no sunflowers and pineapples on your glasses and that sort of thing. <laughs> so, and I just figured, well, there must be other people out there that think the same thing and there must be products out there. I just have to find them. So that's sort of how it all started. That's kind of core to any good e-commerce product is solving someone's problem mm. and if you've got that problem, many other people might as well. Mm. So we're talking things that don't break, so not glass, but not your chunky pineapple yep, plasticware. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> great. It's a bit more robust than your beautiful china plates. Yeah. Now, when you started, was it an instant overnight success or what did the the initial days look like for you? <laughs> what was a typical day in the life of Christine in oh, the startup phase? A typical day in the life of Christine. <laughs> I've got my finger in many, many pies. So my website... It was kind of a side hustle, I suppose, is what you'd call it, really. I really desperately wanted it to be my main gig, but my husband has a construction company and a bathroom renovation company and, you know, lots of other things going on, children still at home. And, yeah, so unfortunately I had to squeeze my time in. So, you know, I'm a 4.30 slash 5 a.m. riser, straight Ooh. to the desk. I know. <laughs> <laughs> straight to the desk, squeezing in my little bit of work before I went off to work because I was still working full time. I had five o'clock once a week, 5 a.m. Zoom meetings with web developers who were overseas at that point. And that was really great. I loved it. But holy dooly, I had to get up and shower and be ready and presentable before 5 a.m. <laughs> this just sounds like torture to me. <laughs> it was fun though because I was like doing something for myself for once. So, yes, but no, it wasn't an overnight success and I'm still waiting on it to ramp up to where I'd love it to be. But, yes, it's getting there. Kind of in that growth phase now, ready Mm -hmm. to scale. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So are you still working full time or have you transitioned out of that? 
Well, I finished working full-time for somebody else back in the end of 2015, but my website is still the second, unfortunately, to everything else that happens in the day. (laughs) Yes. Family life. Family life, yes. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about where your business is at now. Well, it's quite exciting, actually. It's finally starting to take off and I am scaling down some of the other things that I do in the office for everybody else. So that's nice. And the last sort of few months, I've been able to focus on the website. And of course, end of financial year, I've just done all my figures and I can see that I'm triple on my sales on last year, which is... Fantastic. um, I know, I know, I know. (laughs) So it's, I mean, I know I had a, a rough patch and this is my third iteration of my website. But I think it's really in control now and I'm understanding how to sort of make it a little bit better. You've got some really exciting wins to share with us, but just go back to what you said about the third iteration of your website. So when we first met, I think you were on, you were on a completely different platform. You've redone your website again. So you went over to Shopify, is that right? I did. I was on WooCommerce. So it started on OpenCart. And I sort of felt like I'd outgrown that and I went to WooCommerce, but I didn't love it. It took a long time to come and it was expensive and... There's quite a learning process involved with the WordPress for e-commerce. Oh, I didn't know. I was at the mercy of my developer because I didn't know how to do it and I felt so overwhelmed and out of control, which is, for me, a very uncomfortable position. I'm a control person, um, so I need to know and I need to know how to fix and whatnot. So, and my sales tanked once I went to WooCommerce. It was not a reflection of WooCommerce, I think a reflection of the website you know, itself. But So, yes, then... In July last year, I went live with a new Shopify site and it's just gone up and up and up. And so did you do that yourself? I did, yes. Well, You did? I did, yeah. Amazing, <laughs> yeah. by myself. You guys taught me. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, you didn't have to pay a web developer. No. That's amazing. No, wow, I know. Wow. All I did was just get up very early every morning and work on it. <laughs> And just being able to make all those changes yourself without having to pay someone each time you want a little change on your website, I think, gives you that control back. Yeah, yeah, and I love it. Uh, It does take me longer to do things because I have to figure it out, but that's okay because once you figure it out, you know, and you're much wiser and you understand more. Yeah, I know there's always ladies in the e-commerce Igniter group uh, sharing tips on how to do this on Shopify and how to do that. And one person will learn something and get really excited and share it with everyone else. Yeah, I know that you've said, you know, you've transitioned your website and you kind of just like a throwaway, yeah, I just changed to Shopify, but you didn't just change to Shopify, you redid a lot of of your messaging. (laughs) So we were like, come on, come on. You redid all of your messaging. So I remember when we first looked at your website, I think I can't even remember what your headline and subheadline and product descriptions and everything were, but I remember you really did a lot of work on getting your messaging right. So your headlines, your subheadlines, now it's something that's very clear, like Australian made non-breakable glass. Like what is it now? What's your headline now? Quality products for outdoor living, I think, or unbreakable. Yeah, and but but you know, like we support Australian made. Of course, unfortunately, I can't get enough Australian made things. And if anybody's listening and they have Australian made and they want me to sell it on their website, I'd be very interested to chat. But yes, it's hard to find Australian made things. So not everything on the website's made from in Australia. But if I find something, it's a little happy dance. Yay! I can you know, um, and I do have a category 
dedicated to yes. Australia Made. Yeah. Your website's actually looking fantastic and I just brought it up. It oh, says outdoor homewares for everyday living, family friendly and worry free. <laughs> And then there's another bit later on that says unbreakable tableware that looks breakable because life's too short to worry about a broken plate. I love that. It is. <laughs> and the other thing I like to say is it's for people that don't want to sacrifice style for practicality because I think you can have both and it should be affordable as well. You know, you can certainly buy mm. some beautiful acrylic stuff that costs a hundred and something dollars for a jug mm. and it's made in Italy and it's yeah. gorgeous. I don't sell those. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have get... your products. I have your products and I, I gift your products as well. Oh. So I, I love giving them to people who go camping and things like that because they're just so lovely and yeah like you say they're not crazy expensive but I love giving something that's Australian made and really like talking to you throughout the program you you did so much work on knowing who your audience was you really nailed that messaging and that was you know throughout that everything that you've just said does now come across really well on your website and the other thing that I remember I'm having a flashback to was your images I remember we had a lot of conversations around your images and getting those to be something that people could imagine themselves having your products in their life. And so you've done so much work on that too. And videos. I remember that video you did ready for getting ready for the Christmas table, Christmas lunch. And you did like the stop motion of all the products being added and setting up the table for Christmas. That was fantastic. It's very time consuming. And, you know, when I first started my website, like way back when in, in the seat of my mind, it was going to be like a glossy magazine, only a website. That was my whole sort of ambition. Oh, that's really easier said than done. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, the glossy magazines have teams of people to take photos and edit and style and... I did a, um, a workshop, like a photography for Instagram sort of one-day workshop with people in Sydney, an interior design place in Sydney, and they had the team from Temple and Webster come to teach. Oh, wow. And there was two people from Temple and Webster came to teach, and they have a team of seven that just does product photography. And I went, oh, no wonder mm-hmm. I'm struggling. <laughs> yeah. It's just me doing everything. But you do such a good job. You know, you rope in your gym. I've seen you on your feed. You know, you rope in your gym buddies and your family yep. and, you, you know, and people love to see that because they know they're buying from a small business, not Temple and Webster. Like people don't actually want to buy necessarily from a huge brand if they're supporting. People love to support small business and they love to see the behind the scenes and the and the brand, like the face behind the brand. And you do a really good job of that. So, And you've got a beautiful photo of yourself now on the homepage of your website and a little about story, which is amazing. <laughs> yeah, that was at the Arboretum one day, sunny afternoon, dragged my husband up there and said, please take my photo. I think you've made such a good point there because a lot of people look up to bigger brands in their industry and go, oh, you know oh, they seem to have this so much better or they seem to have this done better. But like you say, you're doing everything and you're comparing yourself to someone that's got a team of seven photographers. Yeah, I know. You shouldn't do that to yourself. (laughs) No. Yeah. But that's your point of difference too. Exactly. It's such a nice point of difference. I'd much prefer to support a small business than someone that can afford seven photographers. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, thanks for that. I have actually a little anecdote because I've just had my first anniversary on my Shopify website and a little message came up and said, oh, congratulations, it's been 12 months. Would you like to see your first order? And I went, oh, yeah, I can't even remember my first order on Shopify. And I clicked on it and it was from Megan. (laughs) 
I was going to say, say, oh, you should, um, you know, you should just surprise that person by sending out something to say, like, thanks for your first order. But (laughs) (laughs) as I said, I do love your products and I do purchase them and I still do purchase them. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, we've kind of touched on, as Karen and I love to do, we go on lots of tangents, as you know. So you've done all of these things. You've got your website ready. Your website is ready now. You, your messaging is clear. You've done such an amazing job at getting your content, your organic content to a point where people know, like, and trust you. I know that you've done a lot on email and you've done so much. And then you've gotten to a point where you're now ready. You're ready to take on some exciting opportunities. So do you want to share your recent exciting news with us? Well, It would appear that my website is good enough to attract corporate interest. So I've actually been approached by a couple of or few uh, interior designers who would like to work with me when they're doing, not right now, but coming into summer, they're doing a lot of setups for the summer. So I've got a couple of interior designers doing that. I've got someone in Melbourne and someone over on the West Coast and as well which is really interesting. And then more recently, I have had been approached by a large company that asked me to supply their picnic gear for their corporate staff gifts, Christmas gifts, which was, I thought, you know, when I got the email, I thought it was a scam because they asked me, would, <laughs> well, do you want the whole story? Will I tell you the whole story? Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Uh, so I got this email from this person who said, you know, we wouldn't want to do stuff Christmas gifts, would you be able to supply 2,150 sets? Oh, no, 2,150 bamboo plates and uh, and cups. And I went, gosh, it's a scam. It must be a scam. (laughs) Nobody asked for that. Um, So I. Wait, 2,150 sets. So, like, you're jumping ahead of the story. Yeah, Megan. you're jumping oh. ahead, Megan. <laughs> Sorry, no, I'm just trying to get. So, you said 2,150 bamboo, bamboo plates and cups. cups. So, like, yeah. Like yep. eat of each, is of that each, what you're saying? Yeah, wait for it, yeah. wait for it. Oh, so, there's a story. Okay, sorry. So I'm just trying to understand. Yes, continue. As you were, the please, story. <laughs> please continue. Don't mind me. As you do, first of all, I Googled them because I went, it's got to be a scam and found out that actually it was a real business and they do have several offices around the east coast of Australia. So then I rang the person and said to them, yes, of course, of course. Of course, I'm going to make that happen. <laughs> Love to help. And she then apologised profusely because her email was quite misleading and she didn't get the numbers right. What she actually have is 2,150 staff and she wants four plates and four cups for each of the 2,150 staff. So it turns out to be like 17,600, I think, pieces of bamboo wear to go in their staff Christmas gifts that Woo! they're doing. I know. And Yay. <laughs> it was huge. And, of course, you know, like I did this internal going berserk tappy dance. And, <laughs> of course. And then, of course. And then realised, hmm, now I've got to go order this stuff. i make this happen. <laughs> well, I've had a very good mentor over the last five, ten years, probably nearly ten years now, businessman that was my boss before I started this. And one thing I learned from him is you just say yes and you figure it out. And, you, and it yeah. will always happen. It will happen if you just actually make yeah. it happen. Mm-hmm. So It's one of Richard Branson's things too, oh, isn't is it? it? Just always say yes and then figure it out well, on, the, on the way. <laughs> you know what? It works. I've watched him do it time and time and time again. You just can't believe that he'll pull it off and he does. And so I went, yep, okay, cool. I can, yeah, of course I can make that happen. And I'd bring my supplier and she does this 
ecstatic happy dance because you've made a lot of people happy I know, dance i think small <laughs> business too so then yeah no so we did lots of negotiating and it's all happening and we've had boxes designed to fit Fantastic. them in so they'll fit inside the eskies that they have and it's all going ahead that's amazing i think that's such a testament to the fact that you know obviously that company came to you so a lot of people listening might go yeah yeah that's you know a lucky break but I bet you they didn't just contact one company or they didn't just look at one website she would have looked around she would have looked at websites she would have read the stories she would have really done her research and the fact that you were ready for that says so much about all the work that you'd done to get to yourself to that point. And they do, you know, like the corporate people, I think they do. So there was there's people in, in the WA that I've been working with, interior designers, and one of the ladies rang and she's an older lady because she said, oh, you're just like me, you're a grandmother too. And I went, oh, you've read my story. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, before they even start to work They're with you. They're buying from you. people. Yep, that's yeah. right. And I think it's nice. And I certainly went to this big corporation I'm doing the big order for with the approach of, yes, I can make it happen, but you know what, we are a really small business and this would really mean a lot to us. And it means a real lot to the other small business that I'm buying them from, you know, and, yeah. and, and I think they really wanted to support someone small, provided you could make it happen, of course. It's yeah. not a little order. Um, I think it's such a big thing for people to put themselves behind their brand. And a lot of students, when they come to us, they're trying to make themselves look bigger. And they're trying, you know, they've got several emails and they don't list themselves on their website and they try to make it look like they're a big company. And we really, we don't put pressure on people, we really encourage people to put themselves. <laughs> strongly. I'm trying to think yeah. of a better word. <laughs> encourage people to tear that down and actually put themselves behind the brand. We don't force them. We encourage them to put their own photo on their website and put a story about them and make it more personable. And I think you've just nailed it there in that how important that is because people do like to support people. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I did not want my photo anywhere, not no. even my name anywhere. I'm going to be one of those big companies that, you know, looks profitable and looks like it's amazing and blah, blah, blah. And guess what? Yep. didn't really work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, humans buy from humans. Yep. People buy yep. from people. Exactly and right. even though it, it's through a computer screen, the more human you can make it, the more relatable it becomes and the bigger the connection is. And now people are just really, really craving connection so I think it's yeah amazing that you've been able to do that so what have you focused on to grow your business to where it is now well it was the website in the first instance really the whole the whole thing had to be thrown away and started again unfortunately or with along with all that money I'd spent but that was the first thing getting all of that done I think was a big thing and it was massive because I had to rethink the whole way I thought it would work and through the Igniter teachings and the using the wireframe and all of that, I was able to get it down to, sorry, the website to a point where it's looking pretty good now. I'm really proud of it now. Looking beautiful. Looks <laughs> mm, great. The imaging is next, so the product imaging, and there's still a huge amount of work to do there. I know it's getting better but it's a time thing and probably a dollar thing. Maybe I'll have enough profit now that I can employ a photographer. (laughs) (laughs) Goals. First of seven. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, so I think I've got everything pretty much right except for the imaging now. Which is already looking a lot better Mm, from when you first started. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know what? I wish I had a copy of what the old ones looked like. We I can, can get you that. Yeah, we can, we can find that in oh, Wayback Machine or something. Yes, yeah, I will. Uh, I'll get it's some like before and after photos. The, 80s, yeah. the clothes you used to wear. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Somebody, one of my best friends from school sent me some university photos and I was like, who's uh-huh. that? Oh, my. Okay. I call this my caterpillar phase. <laughs> I was just like, who even is that person? Oh, so funny. So I think, so you've obviously said like the website, but, and we touched on it a lot before but you have had to overcome a lot to put yourself out there like to put your face and that was obviously something that as we've said has really paid off so for anybody listening as well if you're thinking you know oh yeah but I'm shy or then they're struggling or thinking oh I don't want to put my face out there what would you say to them because I know that you were really in that camp you were in the I want to hide my face I was in the chronic camp yes (laughs) um (laughs) it gets easier I still don't love it and I look at myself and go oh no but you know it seems to work (laughs) (laughs) so and I have been a bit slack at it lately it's winter in Canberra it's cold so going outside (laughs) and doing photos is not what happens and as much as it used to and my training buddies we're doing it on zoom at the moment it's been a bit of a challenge there too so we haven't been doing very much but um maybe i'll get some photos today i'm meant to be going taking a friend on a picnic today although it's supposed to snow i don't know <laughs> oh. i will be hey, that could be a great photo <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'll have to i'll have to put in another order and take them queensland camping style winter style and uh yeah. get some, you know fireplace and yeah all of, all of that content for you. <laughs> i took a, the, the family out to lake george and did a photo shoot and it was just it was just the nastiest, coldest, windiest, horriblest day. And I'm like, come on, smile. And they're like, can we get in the car, please? Oh uh, yep, you rope everybody in when it's yep. um, your small business. Every yep. family member gets taken along for the ride. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so what advice would you give someone who was kind of in the position where you were in terms of maybe like, having other hustles on the go and this is like their side hustle or maybe at a point where they know their website's not quite right or at a point, you know, where they're they're not seeing the traction yet because I think there's so many misconceptions and myths out there that it is an overnight success and, you know, you just click your fingers, put a website up there and, you know, hey, presto, all the ka come in, but it's not like that. You have to actually, you know, do the work and get your website ready, show up like you have and what we've talked about. So what advice would you give to someone who is back in the old Christine days? Don't give up, really. Like I'm a very, I say determined, stubborn could be another word. <laughs> <laughs> but I really wanted to make it work. So don't give up. And there were times where I'm just like, oh, you know, it's not working and husband would say, oh, well, at least we've got enough Christmas gifts for the next 10 years, you know, (laughs) in the little storeroom. But don't give up and just make a plan. That's what I did. I made a plan and then you break it down. It's like what they teach you in any sort of goal-setting thing, make a plan, break it down, put achievable goals out there and then actually just do them. That's why I wake up early. If I don't have things in my mind, that I absolutely need to get done and I'm not driven, then I'll sleep in till, you know, 6.30, 7 o'clock, which is a sleep in for me. But the moment I go, oh, I really have to send that email, then I'm up 4.30, 5 o'clock in the morning and I get it done and it's quiet because, you know, we've got my son and his family living with us at the moment so that we have a baby in the house and the baby cries a lot and I'm not getting a lot of sleep, but it's nice. 
at 4.30 to get yeah. up, come down to my office, shut the door and just... Um, Only time I'm ever up at 4.30 is if the baby's got me up. <laughs> <laughs> and they do. Yeah, darling, they do. Darling little thing. She's beautiful, but cool, I wish she'd sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you. Um, but then the other thing about setting goals is, yes, we're very powerful people, you know. We are powerful and if you just set your mind to it, you can achieve. Sometimes you need to get help understand that you can't do it all yourself and you have to look for it and find the help. So I was lucky I found the unstoppable e-commerce ladies. But I think join a group as well because you need to be with like-minded people. And I did a lot of business networking in the early days. There was not one other person that had anything online. E-commerce is a totally different beast to someone running, you know, an acupuncture clinic or, you know, a service-based business. The mortgage broker, the accountant, the the real estate agent. That's what we love the most about our program is that support community of all the other people doing it and they're all in the same boat and also willing to share if they do find something that's working really well or if somebody needs help everyone will rally around them and you know because we all have our good days and bad days in business as well and there's just such a support network there. Yeah it's been a godsend for me because I was floundering I just had no one to talk to my friends would give me lots of great advice but they didn't know yeah. You know, and they'd be saying, oh, I think your products are a bit expensive. And I'm thinking, well, that's because you buy off wish.com, you know. Like, <laughs> and then you come to our program and we're dangerous. like, you need to put your prices up. Yeah, I was dumb. Oh, dangerous and, getting and advice from the wrong people. It really yeah, asking, is. Yeah, asking directions to places people haven't actually been is yeah, yeah not. Exactly. I was just thinking right back to, because I've just been doing my figures and thinking right back to the early days when I started because I was going to do free shipping because free shipping is what everybody wants. Wants, it's what I want. Turns out that people would buy literally buy one bowl for seven ninety five, and then I would for ship it for free for eight ninety five, and I was going. <laughs> you exactly. were paying them to have your. So goods. then I went, oh, well, I'll do free shipping over, you know. well that sort of it didn't make any difference at all people were still buying so that was good but it's still and then I had $10 shipping charge well my products cost between the cheapest I can generally ship something out is around the $18.95 Australia Post satchel thing but it's usually more like 26 to 30 or more because people are buying bigger Mm. salad bowls and that sort of thing so up in the shipping looking at your figures really trying to figure out a sort of a bit of a sweet spot It is important to be profitable and so many people start the program with this lovely hobby business, we call it, because they've got the business but they're not making money and if you're not making money, it's a hobby (laughs) because you're just doing it for the love of it. Yeah, one of the first modules is profit planning and we look deep dive into your profit margins and that includes, you know, are you charging for shipping and how you can have those thresholds that actually encourage people to buy more and not lose money on shipping costs and things like that. So. And I love that you've said too that you actually schedule time to work on your business. So even though it is at the 4.35 o'clock, <laughs> you've got your high productive time to just yes. get in and get it done. So if you're not actually carving out the time and getting support from your family, so they actually know you're in the office, your door is closed, early hours of the morning, I'm getting it done. And I love that you said that because I think a lot of people have this idea that they're going to make it work and I'll you know work around the family and everything, but then they don't actually wake up earlier or they don't schedule the time in so the fact that you've done that I love it I get I make a cup of tea Mm, on a tray I have a little tea ceremony I've got a little silver tea strainers and I just I have my own time (laughs) it's your time (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. 
That's I great. love it. So we've mentioned our program a little bit. We're doing a live launch soon. What would you say to people who are thinking about doing a program such as Ignite? Oh, I would say don't even think about it. Like just do it because honestly it was, for me, I was at the point where I went, well, this is it, the last ditch, do or die. I've got to do something because my website is dying really and it saved me. I wouldn't even say think any harder, just do it. <laughs> Lovely. Thank you. What's been your favourite part of the program? The favourite part was the whole the wife frame, I think. Really the website the wireframe. Wireframes. For me, yeah. there's so much in there. You, you look at it at a glance, you go, oh, it's just a little map, but it's no, there's a lot in there and and it <laughs> it helps you and I keep referring back to it and changing. So for me, being showing me how to set up my website in a way that was profitable, that would work rather, not profitable, the way that would work and um, help to get your conversion rate going, that was the best for me. But there's so much more than that. I mean, there's the whole Facebook advertising module and there's, you know, the messaging is big and the descriptions, how to write a really good description, the formula behind it. I don't know. There's so many things. It's just been incredible. Yeah. You really need to do it. So much I didn't realize I didn't know. <laughs> yeah. you don't know what you don't know hey we have absolutely loved having you in the program and we've loved coming along for your journey of growth and we're so excited to see your next phase of growth mm. and be with you along that journey as well so thank you so much thank Chris. you Thanks very for much joining us. it's been very nice to chat to you today amazing okay. we'll see you in in the group soon actually one thing that christine mentioned was a group as we wrap up this episode we have a free group which is called unstoppable e-commerce entrepreneurs and as Christine mentioned, one of the really important things is to get a community around you. So that's a free Facebook group for anybody who has an online store. Jump in there. We're all in there. Christine's in there. Come and join us. And that is your safe place for just e-commerce entrepreneurs. So we'll see you on the inside. Yeah, we'll link that up in the show notes for you. If you're looking to sell more on your online store, you might like to check out Ecom Igniter, our online training program. Find out more at ecomigniter.com. And be sure to join the waitlist to access our special early bird offer.